Welcome to Feeding Frenzy, a podcast brought to you by the Breastfeeding Resource Center. The BRC is a nonprofit organization in Abington, Pennsylvania. We're here to provide support on various parenting topics to help you get through the roller coaster ride of parenting. I'm your host, Colette Acker. Let's take this journey together. Hi, today we're talking about partner support and how important and vital it is. And Joining yep. me today again is Louisa. <laughs> She's my two, my new right-hand woman, so we get to do these things together, which is way more fun. It is. Um, but today we have Marisa and Sarah Vargas. Um, they had their son, Javier, was born in October, mm-hmm. October 9th, so he's like five and a half weeks now, right? Yep. yep. Um, and the reason we asked you guys is Louisa was your lactation consultant, and she said, you should see how these two work together. <laughs> like, perfectly well-oiled machine. Yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't get done if you didn't do it together. That's funny. So why don't we start from the beginning? Why don't you tell me about the birth and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, no, the the birth was interesting. So he was breached the whole pregnancy, folded like, I like to say he was folded like a taco, his legs <laughs> right in front of his face. Um, so we had a scheduled C-section. Um, we got to the hospital at 6. The C-section was supposed to be at 8 a.m. Um, a.m., yes. It's <laughs> uh, an important part there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because the birth actually happened at 9 p.m wow oh yeah. no we so it was a, like towards the end of the day right before we went they wheeled us back there was a lot of anxiety i would say and nerves because we get we kept getting pushed back for for other emergencies which is how it should be but yeah. you know but um, in the moment you're like yeah, just, just, we gotta get it over with yeah. Right. yeah 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 and she couldn't eat for the whole oh there's that too the yeah. whole time uh, so she kept having some jello yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was very very hungry yeah hangry i don't think describes it um so yeah, so the birth, it went well. C-section went well, everything went well. Um, and he was born and yeah, then we got wheeled away to the postpartum. We were in the hospital for about four days, which was kind of nice because he was born so late at night, we kind of got like an extra yeah, day. Yeah, an extra night, I think. Yeah, yeah. an extra night. Well, um, and then if we're going to kind of lean into the breastfeeding part of the story, like his first latch was magical yeah. yeah it was really it was it was yeah. yeah i mean it could be that i was still coming down from the epidural i'm not really sure but it was magical um i did like 20 minutes on yeah. each side yeah and you're like we've got yeah. this it was like automatic he just knew exactly what to do and i was like this is amazing um and then what proceeded to happen over the next four days was kind of a, a roller coaster so um you know I guess I didn't understand how breastfeeding was supposed to feel, really. Um, so I thought he was doing really well. He was latching. It was all going well. And he was, he looked really healthy. His jaundice levels were super low. He was blowing the diaper limits out of the water. Okay, um, that sounds good. Yeah, yeah. it sounds yeah. great. Yeah. And then around, like, day three-ish, like, two and a half-ish, three-ish, um, I started having a lot of pain. Like, a lot yeah. of pain. And um, so we talked to like various lactation consultants, we talked to various nurses, um, and we thought it was a problem with the latch, like maybe it was pushing off and stuff like that. Um, so that 
did it start on day three, the pain, or yeah. it just built up? It kind of. of, like, built up. Like, it day probably... two, I was still probably fine, but by day three, I was like, yeah, I oh, think no. She was saying, you know, yeah. like, just a few bad latches. She didn't realize it wasn't supposed to be that painful, and so I think that by day three is when you noticed how bad it was. Yeah, and also, like, at that point, you know, my, my nipples were, like, cracked, and they were starting to blister oh. and stuff, and then I was like, oh, this yeah. doesn't seem normal. I don't think that's um, supposed to happen. Yeah, but yeah. Lots of people do think that that's kind of normal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, this is And what do we do? We keep doing it. <laughs> we yeah. keep doing you it. Did. Yeah. 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 You did, too. Um, do you think if men had scabs and bleeding on the tip of their <laughs> erectile <laughs> tissue, they would just keep using it? No. Well, maybe. No. <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it was, it was a bit of a weird situation because we're like, oh, he's eating, obviously, and he's getting what he needs. So I was like, oh, this is fine. And then, yeah, at towards the end of our hospital stay, we're like, this isn't fine. And that's when yeah. we started it's talking also to a lot of folks. Confusing we were asking a lot of people, is he okay? He's not maybe eating enough. He was sleeping for like, I don't know, like five hour stretches or maybe longer. I don't yeah. know, it just felt like a long time. And all the nurses were like, it's fine, it's fine. And at the very, like, day of discharge, the last pediatrician we talked to was like, oh, yeah, he's lost 10% of his body weight. Like, you should probably, like... Do something about do that. Do something about that. Yeah. And we were like, uh, uh, it's like the first time. What happened? Yeah. mentioned it. Yeah. See, I hate when they keep letting it go when you kind yeah. of think something's wrong. Let's let's do some backup work yeah. so it doesn't reach that 10%. Yeah. Um, and even, like, I even asked one of the nurses, like, should I start pumping? Because this is really painful. And she's like... I'm not stressed at all. Like, trust me, if I was worried your baby wasn't eating, I'd be in here, like, really pressuring you. Like, he's fine. Everyone was like, you're fine. Don't start pumping. It's a second yeah. job. Like, you yeah. don't want to start doing that. Yeah. And um, so Those it was were like, all good answers in a way, yeah. but, <laughs> yeah. So we were kind of just both, like, feeling like, we're, 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 like, kind of swaying between, oh, my gosh, this doesn't seem normal but then ever all the professionals are telling us it's normal so it's like did somebody teach you fine. how to do like hand expression to get a little extra milk into him yeah so i did know about so we got a doula for oh, the pregnancy and delivery and then post post labor and so she taught me and showed me how to do hand expression and stuff like that but and, no one in the hospital but no in the hospital right no um but you know at the very end of our stay um when it got really painful, people were like, oh, well, let's look at his tongue. And then that's when people start saying, he kind of has a tongue tie. He okay. kind of yeah. doesn't. And so we even consulted, like, an oral surgeon. We got an oral surgeon to come up and take a look. And he was basically like, it's so slight. We wouldn't recommend anything. And then other people were like, you could release it. If you do, it may or may not do anything. And so... Yeah, it was a very kind of confusing. You need a little time. bit more definitive answer <laughs> yeah. or guidance. Not really. yeah. You can do it if you want. Yeah. You know, you're like, I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. And at that point, for me as the nursing parent, it was starting to become a little traumatic to nurse him because it was so painful. And you had mentioned to me on more than one occasion that you have a pretty high pain tolerance. And yes. you're like, this really hurts for yeah. somebody who's got yeah. a high pain tolerance. That's yeah. pretty significant. It, yeah. I do have a very high pain tolerance, and I was literally, every time he latched, I was, like, stomping my feet and, like, mm. curling my toes. And yeah. so at this point, I, I think, like, emotionally it was becoming really traumatic mm. for me, and that's when I kind of started, like, leaning on Sarah a lot, like, mm -hmm. a lot, just for emotional support, you know? Like, yeah. Also with, like, hey, help me, like, with the lip pool or something, because I felt like I couldn't 
move either hand from either you my are, chest or him because mm -hmm. he's on. You're like, don't anybody move. They're on. Yeah. Yeah. Help. Yeah. yeah. Don't so, make one move. Yeah, yeah exactly. Don't rock the boat. He has latched. Yeah. And Sarah's like, you know, the pillows they give you at the hospital, they like deflate. This was so yeah. Weird. Yeah. 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 Temple is like a baby friendly hospital. And mm -hmm. I was like, you don't have a boppy. You don't have like a breast friend. You don't have any pillows. And. I was like, these hospital pillows aren't working. I was putting like 10 under her arm. <laughs> so, like, a half an inch. Yeah, back. like trying to lift him up to like reach the breast because it was just very interesting. But um, I was like, I don't know if that, you should probably invest in better pillows if you're not going to do like something else and you're going to be, you know, pushing the breastfeeding. Um, we will let them know. Yeah. 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 I did mention it. They said that apparently the boppy, some women use it to prop up the baby to bottle feed. So they had to get rid of them all. And I was like, that seems. Like an yeah. overreaction, but you know, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not in charge of my hospital. So. Yeah. <laughs> but Sarah started, which she, which I thought was pretty genius, was that she started stuffing our extra blankets oh, yeah. into the pillowcases <laughs> so that it was yeah. thicker for me to like support. It still didn't really hobby. work. It was still like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. still really. Yeah. So like Sarah's over there stuffing pillows, and I'm over here crying, and right. it was just like you know. And Javier's um, like, what up? Yeah, Javier's <laughs> just like living the dream, you know, like snoozing. Yeah. Um, so we got discharged on day four, and we came home on day four, and that was probably the worst night. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. It was really bad. I was in a lot of pain. I tried nursing him. It just didn't work. We were freaked out by what the pediatrician said. We hadn't bought, like, formula before going in, and we hadn't set up our pump yet. And so Sarah's like, I'm calling the doula. And I was like, okay. At that point, I was like, I, I'm just a, call anyone. Yeah, just yeah, call anyone. And I'm not a person to ask for help. I have a really, really hard time asking for help. And I was just like, I was so deflated and defeated. And Aww. I was just like, you have to take over. So Sarah called the doula. She came over for like an emergency session. Um, we hand expressed some colostrum in a cup. Sarah fed Javi from the cup while I'm over there crying in the corner. Yeah. And then <laughs> Sarah and the doula like, uh, set up the the pump and our yeah. doula helped a lot and then Sarah was taking care of Javi and uh, then I was pumping and then Sarah was feeding him like every bit that I could get she was feeding like cup feeding him while I'm over there working with the doula um, and that was a really hard hard moment for me specifically as a nursing parent because um, it was like mother nature just took over and like my biology, like the thing running through my head was like, you can't feed your own kid. You yeah. know, it's like yeah. your own That's kid a... is starving Aww. and you can't do anything about it. And you're supposed to be able to do it. Right. And you're this supposed really to be able to do easy, it. Natural. It's natural. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Um, before we even left or the day we left too, Sarah was like setting up the pediatrician appointment. She did all the research for the pediatrician before we went into to give birth because oh, before like, you go on yeah. you can give your doula a shout out oh, yeah. she sounds yeah. wonderful yeah, oh, no, yeah. she's Highly amazing recommend. her name yeah. is Cynthia Hillox with the doula let me double check that <laughs> <laughs> I think it was either yeah. the doula co-op or the doula collective I just want to get the right, right. name <laughs> yeah. but she was amazing she was a lifesaver I was yeah. like that night and literally you know she also like bound my my stomach which was like oh, God, really yeah. reassuring and then she was like giving me a hug while I cried and like yeah. broke down and she was really um, amazing and that that night her help kind of saved us and um, it's a Philly doula co-op yeah. great yeah. Yeah. and um, then your pediatrician you chose who was that yeah so we went with Fox Chase Pediatrics uh -huh. um, I think picking a doctor is always really hard because reviews it's like such a personal experience yeah. but yeah. Um, we've had a good experience with them so far uh, and our Specific doctor is Dr. Timothy Flynn there, and we had a good, good experience. We've been 
we had some weight struggles. <laughs> um, yeah. So we've been a few, more than a few times. So I feel like yeah. even in the first five weeks, we've seen this doctor like three or four times already. Yeah. Um, and each time he's very reassuring. I ask the same questions at least three times. <laughs> Probably in a session, but definitely week to week. I'm yeah. like, so just, just want to make sure his yeah. answer doesn't yeah. change, yeah. right? Let's circle back to this yeah. question. And he's very um, calm. It's a very calm and present, which I think is helpful. Yeah. Yeah. For my pediatrician. But yeah, so Sarah figured out the pediatrician, set up the appointment, we went in, and then. Um, you know, he like they were like, yeah, maybe you should start supplementing with formula until your milk comes in. And then we immediately got back in the car. I was sitting in the back seat researching formula. Sarah Aww. drove us to CVS. I was like, we should go with this one. She goes in, she buys it, and then we start supplementing, supplementing with formula and trying to mostly you know, while her nipples her. were trying to heal. So yeah, we yeah. To yeah. Those. Uh, um, luckily, the pumping was painful at first, but not as painful. <laughs> so we were able. She was able to pump. Um, so we were able to do a little bit of formula and pump Keep while that supply. they healed. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah Lots yeah, of yeah. moms find yeah. like pumping to heal can be really, really. That's the name of the plan. Helpful. Pumping yeah. to heal yeah, more to ways heal. than one. Yeah, right? yeah. 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 <laughs> You're traumatized. Yeah. And so then now we've actually been able to. He's exclusively breast milk fed. Some mm-hmm. I would say at least half the time via the bottle. But it's amazing. The supply is really yeah. good. So yeah. we're able to get. We've actually been able to freeze some. So we have like a little stash plus like his feeds are all coming yeah. from from her um and the nurse nursing has actually been improving it has yeah we, yeah good but uh, this has been you're almost hitting six weeks right yeah. yes and good. so you are you know tell these tell everyone who's listening what a feeding entails <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. we got time yeah. We got time right yeah so it was really crazy like i like it's such a journey, right? And it's so personal. Both, like the length, like the five weeks, but also each session. I feel like it's each a journey. session is a journey. Yeah. I mean, for us, like a feeding, because of all the trauma and the physical pain, for me, a feeding was super emotional, right? Mm-hmm. And we had to rethink our entire game plan around feeding because when mm-hmm. we went in, we're like, okay, we're gonna do this in shifts. This is how we're gonna go. And then when it turned out that like I'm gonna have to pump and heal but he still needs to eat right we had to we had to talk with one another and figure it out like how are we going to handle the night sessions like how am i going to handle my nipple care things like that mm-hmm. and so a feeding has kind of like just developed it's just changed like over the course of just the last six weeks like and when i started nursing again um that was like that in and of itself like sarah said like even each feeding is a journey i mean he was eating he was at the breast like for about like 20 minutes on each side so it was a long feeding right and i was such an emotional wreck and also like still physically and logistically didn't know what to do um so he's also quite long so we always like laugh a little <laughs> yeah. bit yeah. it kind of kicks at her other nipple yeah so they're like, like oh yeah. my goodness yeah, so he has to yeah. be like dodging yeah. the other nipple yeah. Yeah. Um, while he's like you know but not, not breaking this latch so yeah so sarah really like so my job was, you know, to try and nurse him. And then Sarah's job was literally everything else, which is yeah. kind of like <laughs> which was Which was feeding you, right? <laughs> right. And hydrating right. you. Yeah. And, yeah. Adjusting and just the pillow. Adjusting the hair. pillow, keeping his legs from kicking me, yeah. moving his hand. Making like, sure I, the latch is good. Like you're sure. your, yeah. your own 
personal lactation consultant yeah. when you get yeah. home of like, all right, mm-hmm. what's up with the latch? Yeah. yeah. What is Africa. going on? Yeah. She yeah. would do my the lip pulls if because I didn't feel comfortable removing a hand. Um, yeah. She would, every time we would start a feeding, she I had this mason jar that I'd mix like water and apple juice with or something. She'd like put a fresh mason jar there for yeah. me. She went out early on to the grocery store and because someone was like you know you really should be eating snacking on protein heavy things mm-hmm. between feeds or during a feed because it's so um exhausting she went and bought like trail mix and string cheese and like these peanut butter crackers so she would like put a little bowl yeah. on our like yeah. pumping station for me to eat and <laughs> who then, knew you'd ever have a pumping station in your house yeah right? yeah, yeah and um <laughs> And yeah, so everything from like adjusting a pillow and doing all those things, but also just like emotional support. Like yeah. sometimes you, you like you wouldn't do as much of those things, but I would still be like, I need you to just sit next to me, um, and like, you know, just be there because, you know, thinking back on it now, we're kind of you know you're a family and you're each other's like love and support, but yeah. also your safe space. So when I'm going through something like trying to nurse him for the first time with all of this trauma. You know, Sarah's kind of like a safe space for me emotionally. Yeah. So just literally having her sit there, mm-hmm. she would sit. We have a little rocking chair and then a little ottoman that rocks. So she would sit on a little ottoman and almost fell off more than yeah. <laughs> forgot that it rocked. Yeah. Yeah. Or, um, or she fell asleep. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. fell asleep. Yeah. Well, that too. Like mm-hmm. also when when she would feed him with the bottle and I would pump. I would fall asleep pumping yeah. in bed, and Sarah would be like, wake up! And I'd be like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah. you know, like, so. And this, we also like haven't yet got a pumping bra or a nursing bra, so she's yeah. just holding them. So if she oh, falls asleep, sure. they would spill. So right. that was yeah. the other yeah. thing, like, That's not yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was the other part of it where I was like, <laughs> but I was like, like trying to throw something at her. <laughs> yeah, right. Wake up. Wake up over wake there. Up. Yeah. Without waking up Javier, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like, yeah. you keep eating. But you wake up. You wake up. Yeah, like and you. if when breastfeeding's going well, one of you can sleep, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, which can help you help you yeah. the next day because yeah. you're both well rested, but when you're both doing something for every feeding, yeah. that can be trying. Yeah, exactly. And we kind of worked out a, a, a system like now. So that's how it kind of started out, right? And then we would both take shifts in the bottle washing and and um you know taking naps during the day and stuff like that and now it's it's become better you know uh uh he's doing better i'm doing better with wound care so now it's it's you know i think i've had maybe two nursing sessions where i didn't need sarah like literally right next to me which is like which is like yeah six weeks in i'm like oh my god this is a milestone for me but um you know it's also transition now to to other things like now that i have more coming in it's like well how much should we feed him this session or like how much should i freeze and sometimes i'm like i don't know how much we put and so we have to talk it out and be like well how much do you think we should freeze in a single bag and so it's like it's developed just the the nursing journey has developed right and even the feeding sessions the nursing sessions now like i said like sarah still brings me the water and snacks and stuff, but now I don't necessarily need her right there. So then she'll go wash bottles or something because the next session I'll be pumping. <laughs> yeah, you know? right. So yeah. it's like, yeah, we're kind of just like tag teaming a lot of stuff so that we can, you know, both feel sane and rested, like yeah. you said, and and there for for Javi. But and well, think, and s- I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. I say like I think with the beginning of having so much pain and him not and him like losing weight and yes there was some scale little confusions but he still you know gained a little slow i think your confidence of like he would come here and he would do well 
Yeah. And then you're like, well, get this. He's doing well at home. I don't, and that's yeah. such a hard thing, a concept to just be like, it's fine. Yeah. Even though you're seeing it here on the scale, it's hard to take that home. And that's where I saw Sarah being like the cheerleader and telling you, like, look at it. Look how well it's going. Look how well he did. And like, but it's hard for you when you're like, I had this trauma. He didn't gain. He lost weight. Like all, it's hard to overcome a lot of that without having someone reminding you like remember he, he can get his milk like he's still doing it a little on the slow end and that's why there's other things happening but I think just that alone of just reminding you like little dude can get his milk yeah yeah but it's hard to believe it every time yeah Sarah's definitely the cheerleader in a relationship yeah <laughs> I, I tend to see more flaws and imperfections and things yeah. and be like oh how can we improve you know I'm always asking like how can I improve how can we can we improve and so sometimes the, like the wins get lost on me and Sarah does an amazing job of reminding me like hey you are doing it like you are doing everything good. yeah <laughs> like yeah. that you could possibly do yeah. yeah and and so that's also you know incredibly important for me as well um and also kind of just like I feel like you just like took over a lot like when i was yeah. just like in this like <laughs> i don't know if i remember all this well, yeah i feel like i feel like i was just like in a free floating autopilot yeah. you know and you yeah. saw this person you love struggling and you're like all right yeah. i'm gonna Gotta we're gonna get it. this done she and, needs yeah. this yeah and those need to get yeah. done and yeah, the, right. this laundry yeah. needs to get done and yeah. she can't do it in the state she's in yeah. i'm yeah. taking over yeah. yeah i mean even just like the feeding schedule when we're trying to get them to gain weight like sarah was just like yeah, it's so time. She's like, yeah. it's time every two hours, you know. And I was just like, I don't know if you ever seen Anchorman, but like, there's a scene where he's in a phone box and he's like, I'm just trapped in a glass case of emotion. Like <laughs> that was me. Like I yeah. couldn't see past it. I was just yeah. like free floating. Like I don't think I did a single load of laundry in those days. Like and also he, I was also recovering. The C-section recovery in our laundry machine is downstairs. So. Yeah. But I think that's yeah. another thing that we often forget when, when we have someone has a C-section. It's not like you just gave birth. Mm -hmm. You gave birth and you had major abdominal surgery. Mm -hmm. And I think we sometimes forget as partners that that's, you know, we think yeah, having a baby is a lot of work, but like having a C-section is even that much more mm -hmm. that you are limited more. We and what that. about work? Did you, oh, how much time did you take off from amazing, work? amazing <laughs> situation, which is really great. Yeah, I got very lucky. So I'm yeah. a teacher in the school district of Philadelphia. Um, and so I'm entitled to three months, 89 days of parental leave, ah, nice. uh, which is nice. Uh, but then because she had a C-section, I also got two months of illness and the family leave. So all together, I will get five right. months. Yeah. As wow. does Maritza, yeah. right? Yeah. You're five months yeah, also. Yeah, my work, yeah, gives gives me five months. So we both have five months of leave. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. It's like so yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Very I, yeah. lucky that, I mean, you kind of don't want a C-section because it's major abdominal surgery, but because it got the extra two months, I'm like, yeah, we got a C-section. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. right. Yeah. So Breach, high five. Yeah, 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 yeah no. Um, yeah, that's fabulous. And, you know, so when people's partners are going back to work at six weeks and they may be going back to work six, eight to 12 weeks. going back to work yeah. next week? I can't no. imagine it. Neither yeah. of you could imagine no, that, right? Like, not. you can't imagine leaving them and she's like, you're not leaving me. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 It just feels like 
fake to yeah, yeah go I, back to work. I cannot imagine, and I can't imagine doing this whole thing alone either. That's really tough. And and we, you know, some people were like, "Well, why don't you stagger your leave so it's like you have more time yeah. for someone?" And I was like, "We got to do this together." I was yeah. like, "For us, like." We want to be confused and yeah. together. stressed out together. Yeah. together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think either one of us could have done it if one of us was, was heading back to work, like, so soon. Like, I can't imagine yeah. it. Yeah. Like, yeah, we think about, we talk about single moms all the time. Like, yeah. honestly, a huge shout out to everyone who's Absolutely. done this alone. Because yeah. it seems, it, w- it seems impossible to yeah. do it by yourself. Like, I yeah. can't. Yeah, I and I watched, um, my son had two months of paternity leave, and his wife didn't have any and it's just like there's something wrong yeah <laughs> in our yeah. country yeah. like this is really bad yeah yeah that's yeah, so why i was like i hate yeah. that i have to hope my partner has major abdominal surgery to get more more time, time to spend as my, a family yeah with my baby and it's it's such a flawed system obviously but we lucked out in our yeah. specific instances yeah yeah. yeah yeah especially if you're doing that i'm attempting breastfeeding and then they need a supplement so i have to pump after that yeah. and yeah. no one can do that alone no yeah and so how much time do you have back to work before the summer like so you'll have some time yeah so i go back march 4th okay so i'll have march april may and then like half of june oh, okay like and then you'll get to be home and then i'll be home again yeah so that'll yeah. Benefit of being a teacher. Yeah, uh, summer, yeah. Summer break. Sorry, Marisa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No Turn summer it. Break for you. Yeah. No summer break. But, um, Going to the pool. See ya. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. yeah. See you when I see ya. So, do you have any words of advice huh. for other partners, um, like who don't know what's coming around the corner? Obviously, you had a difficult breastfeeding situation, but even if it's easy and smooth going yeah. you still need that support maybe i should ask yeah. you yeah, right. <laughs> yeah i think um you know in any partnership communication is key i was just gonna say communication i feel i'm sorry is yeah. the key for you both that you seem to have really aligned with each other as yeah. to what you need yeah and i think in in our partnership you know that's been key too throughout in in all aspects of of our relationship but communication you know and and um when you going in that having a kid there's no plan right you can have like goals but like you just are gonna have to deal with the cards that you're dealt because every kid in every situation is different so kind of talking about what we wanted beforehand and how we loosely planned and then being able to adjust um and also like compassion for one another because you know everyone's gonna take this a different way even in a relationship right mm-hmm. like for me i was like an emotional just basket case right (laughs) along with the physical pain so it's like um and you know sarah did a lot more of like the physical like household take like making sure we survive yeah (laughs) like set up a meal train for us and stuff like that yeah you know while i was just here trying to like walk through this idea of you know like motherhood and nursing and whatnot so i think like you know, we both have different stressors and different, like, emotional needs and stuff and having compassion. Because I think it's, like, you're going to get stressed out. There is going to be a moment where you're going to have a breakdown. Yeah. And what may trigger you may not trigger your partner, right? And so you kind of just have to have grace, not only with yourself, but with each other. Um, and know that, like, sometimes your needs are different and sometimes your stressors are different. And, and you're both on, like, little itsy bits of sleep. Which I yeah. think puts us all on a little bit of, like 
crabbiness. And mm-hmm. so knowing like that you're going, that you're having that, like you can think, man, I'm so tired and I'm kind of bitchy right now. <laughs> and understand yeah. that your partner's going to be that way. Yeah. That, you know, maybe she hasn't gotten all the sleep and you know she has. So like just being able to understand that like, all right, we're all a little stressed here. Yeah. And knowing and understanding that you're both going through it at the same time, because I think it's just like, well, you're the you're the the nursing parent, so it's kind of put on you, but it's not. Yeah, it's not. Like yeah. there's so much more than just, even like Clet said, like even if it was just you were just breastfeeding, even if you were just breastfeeding, you'd have a million things to do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sarah, you know, like you, it's not yeah. just. I think that's the part that I want. I hope people take from this is that there's. Well, the other thing is that people want to help. And what do they do? They come over and let me take the baby for you. (laughs) You do some laundry, go grocery shopping. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. clean my bathroom, do the dishes. And while you need rest and them holding a baby while you rest may be something. But I always encourage people to leave a nice list on the refrigerator because there are some family members that you don't feel totally comfortable asking for help. And you have that issue to begin with. Oh, Sarah has a list on the refrigerator. <laughs> if you can go her. look at that. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. Well, I thank you both for joining us. I think others will benefit knowing so. that yeah. it takes both of you to yeah. do the work when a new baby enters the family. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. So for Louisa... I'm Colette Acker, (laughs) and this is Feeding Frenzy. Thanks for listening to the Feeding Frenzy. The BRC is a nonprofit organization committed to providing expert clinical and educational breastfeeding services. Find out more about us at breastfeedingresourcecenter.org.